0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Matthew Modine. You're listening to my friend Steve Benz on The Blend. Peace. All right, welcome back to the latest edition of The Blend. My name is Steve Benz. Yes, we are recorded. Uh, you know, in front of a live studio audience. Audience of one. I don't know why I just said that, but I just did. Today's uh, guest, she is a, let's face it, she's a comedian. She's an award-winning author of some sort, they tell me. She is a host of her own show, radio and podcast, Juicy Scoop, they call it. She is a TV star. I just looked at her website, and there's a big, big lie. It says that she's a devoted wife and mother. That is always a lie. Let's welcome Heather McDonald to the show. Heather, welcome aboard
1: hi thanks for having me
0: that was a long intro wasn't it you do way too much stuff I love it. how do you have time to do all all that you do that is on your bio i don't
1: know i mean right now i am um, outside of karate to really <laughs> just play up the good mother role so i'm not that good of mother because i'm not watching the karate i'm talking to you but at least <laughs> right
0: there okay oh my god that is hilarious i can you know what um may i ask about your age range of your kids
1: my kids are um well my stepdaughter who lives with us full time she's 16 and then my one son is 13 he just turned 13 he's in the seventh grade and my other son just turned 10 he's in the fourth grade
0: oh my god i feel bad for you 16 13 10 so have the boys hormones like are they in full gear
1: i mean my one son has been like horny his whole life he's always been a little pervy like even as a a child you know as a young child so and then my older son I don't know that it's that he's yeah his personality is changing a little bit um he's really tall but he still you know has like a baby face and he's smooth skin and so I don't know I hope I you know sometimes I see him getting like easily frustrated which I didn't see like last year so um I don't know. I'm sad about it. I, mean, I get to, Every morning he wakes up and he's taller and I'm just like, I feel like I want to wear heels to breakfast. It's freaking me out.
0: Oh my God. And you hover over him, don't you? Admit it.
1: I would like to. I, it's hard to hover over him now that he's my height. So. Um,
0: but he's your little baby.
1: Uh, I tell the boys all the time, I say, you know no woman will ever love you as much as I do. <laughs> so either they're going to turn out to be gay and no woman will love them, just men will, or um, they'll just oh, I'll be the worst mother-in-law ever. So either either of that is fine with me. I really don't That
0: care. is really creepy. Okay, just a little creepy.
1: It's creepy, it's just honest. I said to said the other day, I go, if you're ever dating a girl and she's complaining about me, I'm like, you got to dump her because I'm going to be around forever. <laughs> and I actually love my mother-in-law. Like, we get along really well. So it absolutely can happen. You know, not all daughters-in-laws are bad and not all mother-in-laws are bad. So if you get the right combo personalities, you can... Live a lovely life.
0: No, that just means you goodness. both You okay. both drink a lot when you're together. That's all that that means.
1: Totally,
0: of course. We do drink. You have to. Well, yeah, you have to. I mean, I, I was reading through there, and one of the scariest part of all of it, where you and I kind of relate, is Catholic schools, okay? Right. I am a 12-year product of what's wrong with the system. Perhaps you're not.
1: I did all 12 years, too. Um, I... For me, it made me who I am, and I had a good experience, and I'm able to see the funny in it, and my, actually, my kids go to the same schools that I went to, so I'm the alumni that comes back, and, um, and there's been some, you know, there's been th- some things with it that I get frustrated. Like, I tried to donate my books and and donate tickets to my show, and the All-Girl Catholic High School, like, called and said, we do not want to be associated with her brand. <laughs> And my husband's like, I've never met someone that, like, loves the school more than she does, but I actually really do. And it made him so mad, but I'm like, it doesn't make me mad, because that's what it is, you know? I'm like, it, it, it is a Catholic school, and if they, if they think I'm too edgy or risque, and they don't want to be associated in that respect, it's fine. They're still educating my daughter well. That's all I care about. You know, they don't have to love me.
0: I didn't know that there were any Catholic schools I, in California. I was completely surprised by that.
1: You know, there's so much alumni at the Catholic school I go to. Like, two of my best friends were girls I knew when I was there, but now their kids go there. So, and we're in L.A., like, believe it or not, it exists. People like it. People like the education. Um, you know, we didn't have a molestation scandal ever, so that helps. Um, so, you know, I mean, I can, obviously, you know, if someone had a bad experience, I can see why they don't, you know, didn't, don't get into it. I found, like, this the little, like, guilt and the scary part of it kind of funny. It kind of made me who I am. And, you know, I, I think there's more good than bad. And and then I always feel like whenever I get invited to, like, a Christian church, like, I, I'm going, you know what, even though like, your church is probably so much more fun and, like, has better music and people can, like, drink their Starbucks during Mass, mm-hmm. like which is so weird to me, I just feel like that's just not, like, no, my kids need to suffer through a boring Mass. Like, how... <laughs>
0: Uh, you sound like my mom. Luxurious. Okay, that's what my mom said. Now, now, did you grow up in a big family? I grew up with seven kids, uh, all born in like nine years.
1: I was one of five, all born within nine years.
0: So, were you the oldest, the youngest?
1: Yes, and my parents were very honest about that. My sister and I were mistakes. <laughs> But we were great mistakes. And, you know, my dad would go, oh, thank God your mom couldn't count a calendar. Otherwise, we wouldn't have you and your sister. And like, my mom told me that she'd gone on the pill after, my, um, after her third kid. And that then a friend of a friend got a blood clot. So she went off the pill because she thought that was causing it. And then had the two of us. And then my dad found a priest in San Diego that would bless a vasectomy. And he finally got a vasectomy after the fifth kid.
0: Oh, my. dad is really... Really funny. See
1: it's, a lot, it's a lot of information to share with your child. When they're like seven, but um, I mean that's another thing I think that makes comedians funny. It's like you know the lack of filter and yeah. you know having like some kind of unique childhood or what you know finding what's funny about it. I mean they were both really funny. Our, our whole family was funny, and but nothing. I was like so not sheltered. Like because I was the youngest, they weren't going to like not see the movie that everybody wanted to see. You know so I was always watching TV and movies that were way too mature for me that I should not have been privy to or seeing it or conversations or like you know going to my one brother had drug and alcohol problems so I'd go to like the the family rehab meetings when I was like 13 and you know there's just things like that that just happen when you're the when you're the youngest of a big family and I find it now happening with my with my son's friends like you know, the kid that's considered bad, I, I always look at that kid. I'm like, well, he's got four older brothers. Like, he, he's going to be exposed to stuff that he's not shouldn't be exposed to. But what's the mother supposed to do, you know? Keep him watching Barney while the rest of them are watching SpongeBob? I mean, it just happens. And then, and then they say something inappropriate at school, and then you get called in. And So I'm pretty, I'm pretty lax about all that stuff.
0: Yeah, we had no explanation for bringing beer to school, and uh, you know, being the youngest ones. I wasn't the youngest; I was in the middle of seven. So uh, I'm more confused than the rest of my brothers and sisters. So,
1: how old were you when you're bringing the beer?
0: Um, what was it? Uh, my brother was uh, my one brother that got away with it. He was ten. I was eleven. So.
1: Oh my God! You're horrible.
0: Look, and on top of it, on the other yeah. side, we were all caught because there's a set of twins, eleven months younger than I am. We were caught drinking the unblessed wine. I'm just saying we were we were young and we were bad.
1: Are you an alcoholic today?
0: Um, I'm a a uh, what is the term functioning alcoholic? That means I can host my own show and get away with it now. Right. Look, look. We had a priest, and I'm focusing on Catholic school. We had a priest that almost blew up the school. Because they had those Bunsen burner stuff, and he was the uh, the huh? scientist one, and he lit a lot on fire and knocked one over, and it started the building on fire. So I'm just saying.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And he was the one priest my mom loved because he reeked of bourbon. Oh, my God. So, you know, my mom, and here I'm talking about my mom, she was the one that, that had the carton of wine. You remember those back in the day? Yes. That was my mom. So she was a good Catholic girl, though. Oh real good Catholic girl and no, you sound just like her.
1: I, yeah, I think sometimes people don't understand like there's a huge difference between Catholics and Christians.
0: Yep. Yep. Huge. Yeah, there
1: is. Like we drink, we curse, yeah. we, you know, we may not have gone to church in 20 years, but <laughs> you still like identify with being Catholic and, you know, there's just, a, just such a difference.
0: Hey, did you have to be did you get married in a Catholic church too?
1: Full on, yes. Full hour and a half mass.
0: Those, those are brutal. Right. Those are brutal.
1: And right before, I said, you know, Mom, now they're allowing it to just be a ceremony without the mass part. And she was like, well, no, no, then we're not paying. It doesn't count. So it was full on, hour and a half mass. We're like going, putting the flowers on the rosy, you know, on the Mary statue. And then I was like to my friends, I'm like, you have to come to the hour and a half ceremony. I'm giving out. Tickets that will get you into the reception, and if you do not have a ticket, that means you didn't come to my hour and a half long ceremony. And of course, I was joking, but like I was kind of like, okay. And you know, but then I've been to so few that are like I love going to like the beach wedding where it's ten minutes and then you have a cocktail, right? But that was not going to be mine. Mine's going to be full on, you know, with the counseling before and the whole thing.
0: Oh my God, the con- um, the counseling before. And did you have to do the uh, the confessional beforehand, too?
1: You mean have to- Yeah,
0: go to confession like the day before. Did you have to do that one?
1: No. You know what's weird? is like confession really isn't part of my thing. Like I did it in school, but we never went as a family, and I don't go now. And I, You know, there's times, you know, I'll talk to God and like say I'm sorry or whatever, but I just think that's weird that you're just telling like, yeah. I, I know it's a, a sacrament and everything, and yeah. my kids got the sacrament, yeah. but like. I don't know anybody that really goes to confession anymore. That's like our age.
0: No, no, it's uh, it would be too long. And if I can't go in with my phone, I'm not going in. So
1: my mom used to be like, I'd be like, Mom, why don't we go to confession as a family? She's like, Well, I just figure, you know, why waste the priest time when you're perfect? You know, I just these I mean, got there's so many other people to see. and There aren't many priests left, and you know, and I was like, oh, I guess you're right. Unless I'm really gonna like confess something juicy, right? like adultery or murder like what's the point of me going in I mean if you really, if you really break down confession it's like impure thoughts
0: yep, well
1: yep, I yep. mean everybody has impure thoughts how can you not have an impure thought
0: and then you always throw in the end and I lied that's the keeper yeah. right there that's the real uh, oh and I was an altar boy so I am like the triple whammy bad boy Catholic kid so yeah we got a we would have gotten along great in school but were you a poly purebred, I bet?
1: Yes, yes. I was totally the full virgin. Wow. I love dry humping. It's still one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> though it's very hard to do that with your husband of 15 years. Right. <laughs> um, I like, that's what I just loved. I just yeah. loved making out yeah. over clothes.
0: <laughs> yeah, great. Bring back all those memories of my teenage years. Thank you. I appreciate that. Really do.
1: Really, it was it was really my best time. Like, so how did
0: you become a comedian? I don't get it. So you're, you're, you've you got this centered, perfect life of yours, and next thing you know, you're you are a comedian. Like going, going
1: going to, yeah, going to my brother's rehab stuff, so that was perfect, yeah. Um, you know, I just, my family, which was not a family of, like, major winners, which I think helped. Like, the, my parents really encouraged me to pursue stand-up, to mm. pursue the ground length and improv. They just thought I was, like, really great. Anything I did, they thought was fabulous. Mm. And I think, like, part of it was it wasn't like I was coming from a you know, family of doctors, yep. you know? Like, they none of my brothers and sisters weren't really setting it on fire. My one sister's an attorney, so the other mistake is the attorney and I'm the comedian. And, like, we're really <laughs> close. But the others really kind of struggled in life. And so they were just like really supportive of it and they would tell me even when I was young like you should be a comedian and my music teacher at Marlboro High School said you should be a stand-up I mean, people were telling me young that I had an ability to do this and not until I finished college did I finally take a little class like a learning in class and um, like a one-nighter that kind of told you how to set up a joke yep. so that like strangers would find you funny and so I remember I made this little group of people laugh that I'd never met before and I was like, Okay, now I get it. Now I now I'm gonna pursue this And then I really I took classes and I worked really hard and um, you know, would invite agents to come see me and they'd wow. go sign someone else and then spend money on headshots and spend money on costumes and you know and just it took a long time to and a lot of ups and downs and you know, and still, it's still like that. Yeah. So, um, but I, I'm so happy that I'm doing it. And I, I'm so pleased with the way, you know, my life's turned out that I'm able to be, that I was able to get married and have kids and still do stand up, which is, you know, which is why you don't see a lot of female standups who are married with kids, because it really right. is not a conducive right. job to that.
0: No, it would not be. So do you remember the, the joke in the place you were when you said, wow, I'm a comedian. This is what I want to do.
1: Yes. I imitated, at the learning class, I imitated this Asian guy who I had just seen singing karaoke. (laughs) And, like, picked, like, whatever the song was. It might have been the actual song he was singing. I mean, a lot of my stuff wasn't that much writing. It was really more just, like, me remembering a funny story and telling it or doing an impression of exactly what the person said. You know, and so I was just, I was able to do, I do voices a lot of, voices and accents and characters and stuff so that's what made them laugh and so i was kind of like oh okay this is and i literally i drove off the lot of like the radisson inn or whatever the place was the ramada inn or something where the dumb of the class was and i was like okay now you have no excuse like now you because for like all throughout college and stuff i knew i was um i wasn't pursuing it and, I knew, and it kind of gave me like stomach pains like when you know you're not really doing what you should be doing so I'm really grateful that I am now.
0: So is it harder to do stand-up because you're on tour? You're going to be here on Valentine's night. I'm not sure the significance of that because it's bloody Valentine's Day, you know, the massacre on the 14th. Just so you know, that's what... Yes, ma- I know. I what- know
1: with the gangsters, right? Right.
0: So i just like to point that out. So guys, be fearful when she's at the Park West on the 14th. So is it harder to step up on stage or is it to write those books, the successful books that you had?
1: Um, I think the books are really hard because it's like having a huge paper in college due, mm. like that is just hanging over your head. So when you're writing the books and you have these deadlines, sometimes like the process is fun, like as you're like, you know, drinking your coffee and you're on a roll, but just. You know, knowing that you have to get this thing done that's 280 pages and, re you know, re-editing and looking at it and then wondering how it's going to be received, that's a lot harder. I mean, the stand-up is so fun. It's immediate. Um, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy my time on stage. Like, it's like the best, you know, yep. hour I can have. I mean, here I... I leave, you know, my kids who are complaining about me or my husband that's like grouchy and I come to a city and everyone just like thinks I'm fabulous. So why wouldn't I want to do that?
0: (laughs) And then you go back home because you're this devoted wife and mother. How hard was it to write that bio? Be honest. That must have been a really hard one.
1: How hard was it to write what?
0: Yeah, your bio that you're a devoted wife and mother. I mean, no one really buys that, do they?
1: I don't think I wrote that. I think someone else wrote that for me. I don't feel comfortable writing that. I really don't. I should change it. I I don't know that I'm, I don't know. I am devoted mother. Yes. I will do anything for my kids. I am a very good wife. I mean, people who follow my husband on Facebook says that like they want to die and become him, that he has such a great life. So yeah, I guess I am. I am a devoted wife and mother. I am amazing. I'd like to marry me and my next (laughs) wife. I think I'm a delight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but to give my husband credit, he does let me talk about him and make fun of him on stage, and he has a very good attitude about it because I'm very honest about our life, and which is which makes my act so relatable to people. You right, know, right? So um, I'm, you know, really grateful for him for that. So where did he's you guys meet? Too. He's not a comedian, but he's funny. Oh,
0: so, wow. like, okay. Well, that helps. That helps that he kind of yeah. gets it. Is he from part of the industry, or was is he from somewhere completely does something completely different?
1: No, he's like finance and, you know, was a math major and handles all the bills and invests our stuff. And, um, and he's funny? Like I kind of chose him as a mate. Like, I was like, I want someone who's good at stuff I'm not good at. And he's, like, good at the computers and fixing stuff. He likes to return things. He likes to read instructions. It's like everything I hate, he actually likes doing it is good at. So I felt like we, together we could make a decent child.
0: But it sounds like you guys met on Match.com, and I want to throw up. I do.
1: We didn't. We were set up. But if I was single today, I would totally be on those sites. How can you not? I feel like you have to. I mean,
0: think of the pictures you would have and post. They would be just dazzling.
1: Well, I get, you know, my friends who are, they, there's a site for celebrities, or oh. people in the industry, that they kind of verify you, and it's called Raya. And I think I think at a certain point, you if you're a sort of known, and you probably can't be on Match.com or eHarmony or whatever, I think it's a little hard to do those. So, um, <laughs> but I love when my friends are on it, and I can like live vicariously through them and read, you know, about the people, and it's just crazy. It's like you don't have to leave your house; you can just like be in your bed and like get ego boosts right and left by people like winking at your photo.
0: Wow, I don't even know how to respond to any of that
1: why but i mean it's true you yeah. know but then there's a problem because there's got to be a balance you got to go yeah. out a little bit you got to or go out and at least see my show on <laughs> sunday february 14th with your friends <laughs> I even mean, you have to leave the house i feel like people in chicago go out a lot yeah. like it's a good nightlife so i don't think but i think that you know it can get very comfortable when you're single to just stay at home and go on the internet
0: that, that's very true. Or just stay on your phone. You know, you see a lot of dates around here where people just on their phones. So that would be really annoying. I don't know if I could date in this time. At this time, with with all the social well, media I mean, that goes if you're
1: gonna have on, dinner, so. you have to turn off your phone and put it down. You can't have it like face up while you're eating.
0: Well, but then you could do a Periscope while you're eating, can't you?
1: <laughs> Are people into Periscope? I'm on Periscope, but yeah. I, every time I, I just get people saying the connection's bad to me.
0: I love Periscope. I do that for a couple of minutes. Well, people do it too long, but for about five or ten minutes, you got some guy from Zimbabwe that says hello. It's weird. It's really weird, but <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it from the show. At least it's from the yeah, start. Yeah, I will. I think you should. Like they could. Every everyone can follow you, Heather McDonald, all one word on Twitter. And right. uh, what is it? HeatherMcDonald.net for the website. So we want to make sure everybody goes right. to that. So Park West, we want to make sure we, we do that. The show's at, is it 7 or 8? I didn't have the number in front of me. It doesn't matter. You just I go think to Park West.
1: It, I, think, I do think it's 8. So you can oh. go to dinner before, see the show, yeah. not be out too late, get your bone on, and still make work on Monday. Right. It's really the great plan.
0: Yeah. Right. And then it's Valentine's night. And, you know, Shababwe, you know, later that night, because there's a lot of hotels close by. Just saying. Right. Just saying. And Heather will help you right there. She could either get you in the mood or kill the mood. So, because let's face it, exactly. you're a very attractive woman, so that may kill the mood for some of the guys. Well, no, that would no, be the it's opposite.
1: I'm not going to kill the mood. I'm very encouraging of like making a relationship work. And if you're single, you'll be grateful that you're single after you hear my stories. And if you're married, you're going to be like, oh my god, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And if you're divorced, yeah. I have. Like funny stories about divorce with my friends and it's just a lot of everything and then I of course do like some celebrity impressions and I talk about pop culture and I share stories about Chelsea lately and it's like you know it's just a show that I think I think everyone will have a great time I know that they will so it'll be a very fun night buy your tickets and bring whoever your mother your friend your boyfriend your girlfriend husband your lover from Ashley Madison whatever
0: yeah ex-girlfriend ex-boyfriend take them you know Get a group yeah, Get a ticket. Why not? So. Now talking about Chelsea lately. I now that's on, great. on this show we've had some of the other comedians on the show from Chelsea lately. So Brad Woollock, who was hilarious. Josh Wolf was really funny. Frangiola was funny. Jen Kirkman I thought was hysterical. So you're in, in that realm. You and, and Jen, you yeah. gotta pay attention to what the two of you say.
1: Right. Jed is great. I just saw a bunch of um a bunch of all those all those guys who you were at. Sarah Colonna's housewarming party,
0: yep.
1: and she's another comedian. I think she has played Chicago, so yep. next time she has to Chicago, I'm sure she'll want to do your show.
0: No, she but, blew me off both times, okay?
1: Blew me off. No, she didn't. Did she really? She
0: did. She did.
1: If that happened, it's probably just like a scheduling thing. Nah, it's okay. um, It happens. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's really funny, people. It was great working on the show with everybody. Uh, I love collaborating and, um, you know, really great memories. But, you know, everyone's now doing their own thing. Everyone's doing really well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is great. And, you know, hopefully we'll work together, not probably all together, but, you know, I've worked with a couple of them on other things, and hopefully that'll just continue, you know.
0: I'm kind of hoping that you guys do a Fuller House-type reunion. That would be interesting.
1: That would be hilarious. I don't know that there's going to be the need for that at any time, but... Um, that would be very
0: fun. Yeah, just the four or five of you just get together, you know, like old times. Yes, that would be. Cool. Now, have you been on? I know Josh has a show. Have you been on his show and vice versa and stuff? Have you guys like interconnected on each other's his, podcasts and stuff?
1: We've done he we've done each other's podcasts, but his show right now, the one that he did, the Joshua Show. Yep. I don't believe that's coming back, oh. unfortunately.
0: Well, oh, so, sorry. Hopefully,
1: everybody doing a lot. no that's okay. I mean that's life. I mean that's so that's what's great about doing the stand up is that sometimes yeah a show gets cancelled but then you yep. have the freedom to go and do the road and see the country and, you know, write new material until something else comes. But with the stand up it's always constant. Like I can you know, I never go too many weeks without doing it, which is really great.
0: Well, you gotta get there's gotta be a huge high stepping up on stage and talking to a brand new audience.
1: It is. I mean, that's what's so great, you know, and then, you know, and then when you go to the cities, it's like, yeah, each city kind of has their own flavor and their own take on things. And so it's just, it's, yeah, it's been great. I really love doing stand-up. And so stuff.
0: why Chicago for Valentine's Day? Any particular reason?
1: Yes. Oh, um, they just said, would you like to do this show? <laughs> would you like to do? I always love doing Chicago, and I haven't been for like two years. Yep. So I was looking for to come back to Chicago and then this opportunity came up, but I'm like, oh, this is great. I've done, I actually did a weekend at Zany's in Chicago Mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day weekend, like four or five years ago. And it's a great, you know, it's a great time to go out and, you know, and and to have a kind of a special show. And I love Chicago crowds because it's like they're sophisticated, they're educated, yet they're like nicer and more normal than New York. So it's kind of like the perfect combo of people.
0: I'd agree with that. I grew up here, but miss Los Angeles. Boy, do I miss Los Angeles. I lived on the beach cities. That was like, that was nice.
1: Can I tell you right now, it was 87 today.
0: I don't like you now, okay? I have the weather app on my phone, and I saw that it was in the 80s, so thank you.
1: I mean, they're like, well, we just have this heat overlay. I guess it's part of El Nino, and then we're just like, well, when's El Nino coming? But in the meantime, everyone's like at the beach and like loving life. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, and it's going to be oh. 15 degrees here this weekend. Just so you know,
1: how it's how cold is it going to be? It's going to
0: be like 15 degrees probably, and snow. Oh so God. I'm sorry, um, you best bring.
1: I have a new, yeah, I have a new coat, so hopefully I'll be okay. I think I won't be walking around that much. So
0: yeah, I'll not be... if it's uh, windy. Let me. I'm looking at it right now. It's going to be. Just so you know, it's going to be yep. like 15 degrees. That's what it says. Just so you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. So as you're saying, it's 67, Steve. I'm saying 13 to 15, Heather. Take that. Not 67,
1: 87.
0: Oh, that makes it even worse. Man, I hope it's lower than 13 when you're here then. (laughs) But you're going to look fabulous getting off at O'Hare. Tell me you're flying to O'Hare, not Midway.
1: No, I'm I'm doing O'Hare. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think we looked at Midway, but it didn't work out. No. Why you, is Midway not? Is no, that, you
0: don't want to go to Midway. That's you know, that's the south side. That's like the hood. You do not belong in the hood. Oh. That's like you in Long Beach. That cannot be done.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: Mm. No. You know, you've got to have the paparazzi waiting for you when you get off at United or whatever it is that you're flying. So.
1: It is United. If you'd like to call the paparazzi, we have them arrive. <laughs> Have them come. I you think know, people do that. They call the paparazzi and be like, I'll be at this restaurant at this time. And they act all surprised. Leave me alone. And try to get back in the car.
0: So clearly you've done that a few times.
1: I have never called the paparazzi ever in my life. Ever. But so I- you've
0: had one of your friends do it? Come on.
1: No. No, I don't think. I've never been, you know, it's about you. I have like something fallacious happening in your life. Like, you know, a scandal or you're dating someone new, you know, it's like there's certain people that they follow because of their dating life. And right. Being married for 15 years to a non-celebrity doesn't really bring a lot. So.
0: Yeah, there's no good pictures of you then.
1: There's pictures on the red carpet, but that's different than like paparazzi pictures, like right. with a scope of a camera, like trying to get you drinking your iced tea. That's a little different.
0: You and your backyard, you know, sunbathing, stuff like that. That's the pictures that people want to see.
1: I would love that. I would love that if a drone just flew over my backyard <laughs> and I was in my bathing suit. What? What's going on here?
0: <laughs> yes. Get my better side, please. See, I sense that's the type of woman you really are, and I like it. I like it a lot there, Heather. So hey, what else do you have going on this year after uh, you've got your tour this week? Are you touring all spring and summer?
1: Yes, I have lots of different dates. Coming up, I, then the following weekend I'm in Aspen and Vale, which will be really fun. Awesome. And then I go to Boston, I go to
0: Seattle, Grand Rapids. Um, you know, so wow. see, that's a lot of that's awesome in
1: like May.
0: You know, because Aspen's been getting a lot of snow, but so I'm weekends a month. I
1: try not to do more than
0: that. Well, because you're a oh. devoted mom, that's clear. Yeah, and you yeah. want to cut into your no, church it's, time. It's always fun. Yeah. So you'll be going to church when you're here too. It's very big here.
1: You know, I'm coming early. I'll be here Wednesday for Ash Wednesday because I'm doing some press for the gig. Awesome. And then I go to Nashville, and I I would like to get my ashes from a Chicago church. If not, I'll just go to, like, a a place where there's some smokers and just get some ashes (laughs) from an ashtray and put it on my forehead so people think I'm a good Catholic.
0: Well, see, you're confirmed. You can do that. That's what they told me. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So go to St. Pat's if you're going to come to town. Go to St. Pat's, great old church here in downtown Chicago.
1: Okay, that'll be nice.
0: That and there, most of them are drinking outside. Just so you know, that's how St. Pat's
1: Good. works. Good,
0: Heather. Always a pleasure to have you on. We need to have you on more often now. I love talking to you. You're a lot. You're very, very funny. You're as funny as you were on TV. You know, because everybody kind of watches all that stuff. So most will ask me, "Are they really like that when they call in?" Yes, you are exactly who you are on all your appearances.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're really sweet, and, uh, too. And thanks so much for having me and letting everybody know about the show on the 14th. Really appreciate it.
0: The Park West on the 14th. Wear red for Heather McDonald. Follow her on Twitter. And go to her website, heathermcdonald.net. Thank you so much, Heather.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.